Do you like pop culture? I do. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you, Andrew. Oh. If you enjoy movies, television, all that kind of stuff, uh, we have a lot of fun on Sif Pop Podcast, part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. So you can come check us out every week. You can listen live or just download it to your podcast feed. Every single week, Aaron breaks down the newest movies that are big in theaters, and I make funny noises. <laughs> you could probably pick one of those that you would like. You can join us every weekend live by looking at Spreaker.com slash Studio DNA, or you can find us in your podcast player a preference by searching for Sift Pop. Welcome, everybody, to episode 19 of Disney Plus Reviews. I'm one of your co-hosts, Phil Souza, and I'm here with my co-host, my good friend, and the only Jedi with none of the weaknesses of the Force. It's Jack Altermatt. I'm Casey Casey. Hi. How's it going? I'm here. Top 40 Jedi. Wow. <laughs> Ahsoka, <laughs> Ahsoka has a long-distance request for her friend Anakin, <laughs> and she writes... <laughs> Uh, if you're just joining us for this podcast, we are an unofficial Disney Plus podcast reviewing the most popular stuff on Disney Plus. Officially. Unofficial. And if you couldn't tell, we are in a Jedi, Clone Wars, Star Wars mood. If you've been following our podcast, as you know, every other week we are talking about Clone Wars. Uh, why every other week, you say? Uh, well, some of the episodes are only like... 19 minutes long, like episode three. So um, that's a little difficult to to craft a, an hour uh, podcast around it. Sometimes we, uh, actually most episodes, we go a little over an hour. But um, yeah, those episodes would be really short, I think, if we were just covering one episode at yeah. a time. So And it gives us the opportunity to discuss other things on Disney Plus in the interim. So this week we're going to be talking about, on this episode, episodes three and four of season seven of The Clone Wars. Then next week we will be back talking about something else um, that we have plans. I'll talk about that at the end of the episode. So, and then two weeks from now, two episodes from now, uh, you'll see episodes five and six, and we'll continue that all the way up until the final 12th episode of se season seven, and then go every week on just new things after that point. So we're dedicated to the Clone Wars. We're going to be re reviewing every episode, and today is episodes three and four. Um, spoilers abound. So if you have not watched episodes three and four, we're going to spoil every aspect of them and talk about them and, oh. all, and all of their meaty, delicious details. And so definitely go back, go if you care about spoilers, if you don't care, I guess you can listen, but we're going to talk about those. So three and four, come back and, and hit play on this episode. Jack, episodes three and four. This is the wrap up of, it's basically been a, a nice, a very neat, uh, neatly tied up bow in a bow four episode story arc about the bad batch. What, how did you feel in general about these episodes? We'll get into the details. I felt like, uh, they kind of, they kind of laid some new ground for the bad batch when they started this kind of, this basically the start of this season off. Um, they added, there's a nice wrinkle to them. I think like you said, it's a four episodes of the bad batch. Uh, and then the special thing at the end, uh, to, to add to that. Um, I feel like, 
they, and I've said this before, they they kind of pulled from how G.I. Joe's formula worked in the old G.I. Joe animated series stuff um, and how you'd have these characters that have certain abilities and you give them kind of fun names mm-hmm. and you make them tough and um, uh, 99.9% of the time they're, they're, they're in charge and they're doing a good job and they're not, like any opposition to them is going to be easily squished. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of like that in these characters because at no point with the Bad Batch were you ever am I am I wrong to think? Did you ever think any of them were actually in peril? No, no. I, these are, are essentially superheroes in this universe, other yeah. than Jedi. Uh, yeah, being the obvious they're, one, but they're good because like in a in a clone world where all the people look the same and are clones, now you have an excuse to give clones a new kind of wrinkle. Yeah, they're they're um, they're more than clones, but less than Jedi. Still, I, I still feel like they're they're less invincible than a Jedi. Right, um, but they're but pretty as, close. Well, as um, and they're obviously not that pow- as powerful because you could kill off the you know cross crosshair. What's the is that guy's name? Yeah, cro- crosshair's the sniper. You could kill him off. You know, with in yeah, he's not like all powerful flying around right. invincible, and you could kill him off with the right you know Darth. Uh, uh, what's his face? General Grievous showed up. I mean, if he was around, he would, you know, could kill him one on one. It was like, you know, yeah. Does that make sense? The, and I, I've always gotten the sense in Star Wars that there is no sacred characters. Like any character could be killed off, yeah, at any time or lose their hands. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's a, there's actually um for the Clone Wars series at least there's a, a pretty major death that happens in Episode Four, uh, in this one, and that I I assumed would be coming, but you know we didn't necessarily know. And then, you know, Jedi... It was kind of unceremonious. Yeah, it was. Um, kind of weird, but... Um, and, and then, of course, you know, the Jedi, it's mostly in the movies, um, will have their death scenes as well. So, yeah, in, anyone can die at any point. And I certainly didn't necessarily expect any of the four from the Bad Batch to die, but at the same time, if one of them had died, it wouldn't necessarily have been weird for the series, mm-hmm. uh, for just Star Wars in general, let alone Clone, Clone Wars. Clone Wars, I think, is already shown itself to be dark even before season seven like there's been well echo i mean echo himself was perceived dead in season three yeah and then so yeah and then the way they they brought him back and uh he's he's a shell of himself yeah he still has value though and we find that out in this episode that over time i thought they would kill him yeah i thought he was gonna be like he was he'd be back and it would be this bittersweet thing where he came back and then he ended up losing him again yeah but dot 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 yeah. Something is afoot. Yeah. I mean, because... Or a hand. Because it's essentially a prequel to things that happen in episode three of the movies, let alone all the movies that come after that. We know major characters aren't going to die. Yoda's not going to die. Mace isn't going to die. Like, we see those characters' ultimate endings later in the series. So, mm-hmm. there's certain characters we know are safe. But, yeah, I mean, other than that, I think anyone else can die unless we see them in some other later property. Right. Like, for example, Rex is definitely not going to die in this season because well, we, we know we know he shows later up. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gray and in old. Movies. He's gray and old. Oh, that's so. right. Yeah, he shows up in the other series. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, he's he's around. So yeah. yeah. So yeah. 
Well, let's get into the the kind of recap. Um, we'll kind of go beat by beat, beat by beat. Beat by beat. The BB eight. Um, BB. Uh, beat by beat through the episodes and just kind of talk about uh, what we found interesting about them. I think, gen- and generally, I'm I'm speaking for both of us here, I guess. But I think, generally speaking, we've been very pleased with the series. Yeah, I, I, I think, it's going think really well. um, here's the problem. Mandalorian got me so excited about yeah. Star Wars properties. And then this came out, and I and I automatically was like, "Well, here we go again." And I'd seen all the Clone Wars shows, yeah, and I knew what it would be like. But in my mind, I'm like, "Well, they're probably going to try to match that." Yep. It's like, no, they can't. I mean, it's not impossible. Looking back on that, I I did 100 the exact thing, exact yeah. same thing that you said. That's my fault. So I'm guilty of it. That's too. our fault. That's not like yeah, it's not like Clone Wars is like we are trying to be, but they're but trying to be Clone look, Wars. Looking back on that, that was kind of a dumb thing to think just because well, like, we were so pumped at the yeah we just I, we just wanted more of that and it's like no you're gonna get more clone wars which is a diff, totally which different is still great. style yeah 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 and as far as clone wars goes i think honestly what we're watching some of the best clone wars episodes now oh, without a doubt um it's just not gonna be it's none none of this is gonna come up to the Mandalorian right. level right so and that's fine that's it is a animated series ultimately for younger aged people that adults can also enjoy. And mm-hmm. then that, that's what it is. Mandalorian is not going for that. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, okay. So not I, going for it, but they, they got that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They got that. Yeah. So yeah. Everyone wants a baby Yoda. Everyone likes it. Um, so beginning of episode three, it takes up, uh, picks up literally minutes after episode two. They're uh, at the very end, beginning of the episode. They've got echo um, at the end of episode two. They, they have echo, but they hadn't escaped or anything. So they're trying to escape, and they're just getting completely descended upon. Like all these droids yeah. are, are are coming to attack, and they're they're, you know, admittedly kind of backed up against a wall. They're in in a in a room with only one exit. They think at the time, and um, and all these droids are coming for them. They try to blast through them and kind of create a corridor. That's not going to happen. And so basically, they end up just barring the doors and just kind of locking themselves in and and just waiting it out, trying to see what they can do. Um, I love these new droids, by the way. Like the, the the ones that fly, yeah, they um, they call them D wings, yeah, and they're cool because they add a little bit of at least they're now they're flying shooting at you, and, yeah. that, and that adds a a level of danger, yeah. But that's the techno the techno uh, union, yeah, and they kind of they they have, they have the latest models, for yeah, sure. and <laughs> they have the latest ability to make those models. I still crack up at how bad the droids are and how they're just like. They're basically just... They're still pretty stupid. Well, they're meant to just be a huge amount of things shooting at you. Yeah. And you have to slowly work through this large amount of things. They're going for quantity, not quality. Oh, they're not quality. Like, <laughs> But they take a lot to saw down. Like, has a Jedi ever been killed by a uh, droid like that? Like like a... Um, uh, General Grievous kills a Jedi or maybe two. It's General Grievous. The, yeah, yeah. I'm talking one of those regular droids. Oh, just like the... Yeah, the, the, yeah Roger, the Roger Rogers. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Ever. There's got to be one. Well, one unlucky. On the books somewhere, One yeah. sad, unlucky <laughs> Someone guy. we've never heard of. Worst upset of all time. I mean, there were thousands of Jedi at some point, and the, it got whittled down to just you know a few dozen at one point. So In it seconds, got, it got whittled down. Though. Well, true. I, I'm sure I'm sure someone has been killed by a droid. I'm, it'd be funny to find out. <laughs> <It would be. laughs> I'll probably look that up while that would be awesome to know his sorry, sorry <laughs> name. Um, <laughs> so uh, anyway, they they have like six arms, uh, six appendages. They have two legs and then four arms. 
and uh, they're kind of, I guess, ant-like in, in that kind of way, but they have like two arms that kind of hang over their shoulders, and it's really, I don't know, they have a really cool design. Later in the episode, we see that they can fly, so they're cool. They're they're called D-Wings, I think, but anyway, we see, we see Wat Tambor. He says, send in the decimator. And Which I don't, is cool. I don't know that we'd seen this weapon before. It's a lot like the probe droid that gives you an injection. Yes. Uh, during um, uh, when they're when they're interrogating you, or like uh, Luke Skywalker when he's learning to use the Force, right in Episode Four, uh-huh. like he, he's you know uh, he has the uh, shield over his eyes where he can't see, and it's floating around him. It's, it's it's basically a floating sphere, but it can shoot like electricity, lightning essentially at like 360 degrees all the way around its sphere like form. And it can apparently vaporize organic life. They, so a little bit of like nerdery here for a second. These, all four of these episodes, I think all four were previously released for Comic-Con viewers only at a San Diego Comic-Con a long, long time ago, back in 20, I don't know, um, 2014 or 2013, 2015, somewhere in there. And so a, a number of like thousands of people saw these like not finished, you know, very rough CGI model type episodes. They have the entire episodes. They were, I think, fully voice acted and everything, but they weren't finished episodes and they got to see like preview of these episodes. Then the show, the show got canceled. And so these episodes never released. Well, now they're releasing them now, six years later. Mm-hmm. And so some people out there already knew the plots of some, uh, I guess you can watch them on YouTube. I haven't gone looking for them. I guess they're kind of rough to watch, but um, there is a deleted scene, a scene that appeared for the Comic-Con audience and for YouTube Mm -hmm. that doesn't appear in this episode. And it's actually a scene where the decimator actually kills one of the Poltex, one of the the local um, um, native people on this planet and basically reduces a humanoid body to goo, like just like a, like jello fun. Yeah. And so, uh, we don't actually see the effects of it in this episode, probably because Disney were like, eh, we're not, we're not showing that. Right. Um, but that is essentially what the decimator is capable of. Wow. And so, yes, yeah, so he goes, he's basically going, going for the throat. Um, and he's just going to vaporize all of them. Uh, fact check. Yeah. Um, Clone Wars season three, episode three uh-huh. called supply lines. There's a literal Jedi named I'm a gun die. I'm a Gundy. Yeah. I'm a Gundy. Yeah. But his name is I'm a gonna die. Oh. <laughs> and literally his little group is killed by droid and a droid army. By those like, they're holding the B1 droids? They're yeah, they're holding off some people and they're killed by that. Oh, interesting. I don't remember that part. Anyway, I'm I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'm gonna die. There you go. Thanks, Quora.com. Quora.com. Right. It's not Reddit. It's Cora.com. So I guess his name kind of gave it away. I guess so. His sorry, sorry name. Sad. Um, so R.I.P. I'm a gonna. They just literally, literally seconds before the decimator comes in, Tech, one of the four from the Bad Batch, hacks the computer system, is able to unplug Echo from the computer. Um, he's all right, apparently, which is I thought was kind of weird. Um, he just has a headache, apparently, and he's okay and remembers everything. Not dehydrated, yeah. not, you know, hungry. I mean, he's basically, think about Neo when he was unplugged well, he was, from the I guess he was, he was basically in a pod feeding him, so he's been that. But yeah. he would be malnourished. I mean, he looked awful when he was, when he came, when he got unplugged from the Matrix, and yeah. he was like, 
out of sorts for a long time. It took him a while to get healthy, <laughs> to get it to get its coat to be shiny again. Anyway, they're, I don't think they're going for that kind of darkness in this series, but uh, he's he's fine. So they find an opening in the ceiling, and Wrecker throws them one at a time, which is it's so cool to see his strength, his level of abilities. Throws throws them forty feet, thirty mm-hmm. or forty feet into the air, uh, straight into this. Um, it's like a vent. It's an air duct. Yeah. Star Wars, the exit is always an air <laughs> duct. Always, you always have to crawl through something. Um, and throws them up there one at a time. Anakin says, hey, I got it. And he just jumps force, up there. Force jumps force up jump. there. Yeah. And then uh, Wrecker wrecks the computer. Uh, he takes a few thermal detonators and, and uh, throws them on there. We don't see the detonation right away. Uh, Anakin pulls him up via the force, like literally like a second before he gets vaporized mm-hmm. by the, the decimator when it comes in. Uh, I always enjoy watching force pulls like yep. that, especially a human. Like uh, I'm sure Wrecker is more than 200 pounds. Like he's a big, he's a big dude. Yeah. And so he just lifts him up like he's nothing and pulls him up into the air duct. Uh, Echo basically in, in the way of plot movement says, Hey, I've got an inside scoop on the techno union. Like they didn't just get data out of me. I also got data from them mm-hmm. and it was kind of a two way street. And so he's like, I know the way out. Like I, I know all their diagrams, every de- every last detail related to the tech, tech union is in my brain right now. Mm-hmm. And so I can get us out of here. And so um, the only way out apparently is across this huge long pipe. And I knew like before they even started, I was like, okay, Wrecker's going to, we already knew that Wrecker was kind of, yeah, <laughs> terrified of, of being up high. So, so yeah, of course they do a little gag on that. By the way, I think it's worth noting, like, I don't think a lot of these episodes have a lot of humor in them. Not that the previous seasons had a ton of humor either. Although I will say there are episodes in the Clone Wars previous seasons. I'm up to ha- about halfway through season four and there are uh, episodes with R2-D2 and C-3PO that are very funny. There are episodes with uh, Jar Jar, which is it's physical comedy for the most part. Oh. And, it, and the stuff that he gets into is just like so stupid, but it's also played, played for laughs. Um, I, we haven't really seen any of that in this season. And I, I'm not saying that there are just tons and tons of these episodes, but um, I'll be interested to see if we have any episode right. this season. I, 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 they might be going for just a real dark, very serious tone right. this season. So anyway, we do get a couple laughs, um, a light, a few light chuckles uh, from, from Wrecker in this part. Wrecker. And uh, it's starting to look really dire because they're about halfway through this pipe. They're, they're, you know, hesitant to even be on it. <laughs> In the beginning, and it's beginning way out there. It's way up. I mean, these buildings themselves are the, the the actual buildings. The bottom of the building is way up above the ground. Yes. And then this pipe is about halfway up the building, so they are you know thousands of feet, maybe a thousand feet from the ground. And droids are think coming cloud, up from both think sides. Cloud City. It is. Think, think Cloud City. You're so far up there that it's like you're so far in the sky, and there's a structure that far up in the sky, and so your concept of oh, I'm way above the earth, like or whatever's down there, is kind of devoid. Like, you're thinking it's so high. I, It's almost, like, so high that you're like, well, there's not even really a threat. Like, if you fall, you're just dead. I mean, there's no... Yeah. Like, there's only two options. I kind of get the sense that, I mean, obviously, Jedi would feel this way, but most of the characters, the clone, clone troopers, I guess, are the only other major characters we see, don't really seem to be affected by fears. Wrecker is, is exclusion, but they, they don't have a... a, a 
a lot of the same fears that we do, and it's just because they're around these dire moments all the time. And, and I'm not being trained to be. Well, I'm way. not meaning to skip ahead, but like in the second episode of this of of this we're going to talk about today. Yeah, Mace Windu makes an appearance, and Obi Wan together. Yeah, and they both jump into a building, and it looks like they fall for like 150, 200 feet. Yeah, and land on their feet. Yeah, which that to me is like. Is that possible in this and like in Jedi world? It's like crazy yeah. to me. Yeah, the, I mean, the, we know the Jedi can can fall from great heights and be okay. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, the, when the other ones come down, I think they come down by zipline. Yeah, like when the troopers actually join them. But I'm saying like that yeah. to me is amazing. Like yeah, so maybe the Jedi fall from that height, they'll figure out a way. Maybe the midichlorians I mean, and I their bodies. They just use the force to slow them down. Like they use now force, they force yeah push. they could do that. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I, I, they seem to land gently on their yeah. feet when they when they fall from that height. But it's amazing. Um, these are, it, these are amazing creatures. Yeah, we know they can jump long distances. So the I think the opposite would be a, the same. And we we don't really know a lot about these planets. Like I mean, how's gravity and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, mm, it's true. Um, so they they're cornered. Both ends of the pipe, um, at the doors on the on both sides of it are just flooding out with with droids. Um, and they're they're you know trying to shoot back and deflect blaster bolts and stuff like that but it's looking pretty bad and then very conveniently i might add mm-hmm. <laughs> tech says oh uh, by the way guys i just happened to record uh the call of the kiradak which are these flying creatures yes. that are on the planet oh i forgot to mention that yes but, uh, I, I do have recordings of their call and so um, and it sounds like this <laughs> <laughs> and then what happens here comes here comes toothless yeah, it is that way. It's very toothless. It's how to train your dragon. And and here he comes in, and they hop on, and then they like much like Lord of the Rings, the eagles that come, the eagles come <laughs> and f- save them. Well, now in Star Wars, clone the Clone Wars, they fly off on the Tyrodax. Kyrodax. Kyrodax. Yeah, the name of the episode is called "On the Wings of Kyrodax." On the wings of a Kyrodax. <laughs> they also cut We're that song from Jedi <laughs> back on the wings of a Kyrodax. Thank you. That's my new album. Coming to you exclusive from San Diego Comic-Con. <laughs> the song that was also cut from the episode. <laughs> so um, they uh, fly and they're like, okay, we're good because the droids can't can't follow us now. And then they do. The, the droids like grow wings, basically. And, yes. and it's revealed that they're called D-Wings. D wings and uh, these delicious new, these wings. new droids, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> buffalo delicious <laughs> buffalo wings. Mm. And then they, uh, we find out that the new droids can fly. They fly after them, and then it gets. This is my only negative, real true negative with this episode. This there's nothing that comes out of this. Like you think there's going to be this huge firefight of like dogfighting style. Like oh, we're going to have to escape these things. Whatever they, uh, a few of the. It's revealed that the droids can fire at while flying, so they're firing blasters at them at in pursuit. Which and, for a droid, that's a big accomplishment. That's a yeah, big deal. Like it's, this is a big upgrade. It's able to pull it off. Well, because they're made to be cheaply destroyed, and I think that the techno union people don't want to put too much money into making these pieces of crap. But they figure out a way to make wings. This is a big, probably a big day. Yeah. For their techno scientists that day. Oh, uh, hey, we've added these wings to these droids. Can you believe it? How expensive. Oh, be barely an inconvenience, barely, <laughs> barely added finances. Then let's do it. <laughs> Why not? Um, but 
they outrun them like within like 20 seconds. Yes. There's, there's a, a very quick chase scene. One of, uh, there's like four or five droids that end up flying after these four or five, uh, Kyrdax with people on them. And one of them spins off and, and like gets typical star Wars style gets destroyed in, in the side of a crag of a rock or whatever, but the other four are still in pursuit. And then the very next, literally, they do a hard cut, and then they just are showing up at the pol- with the with the poltex. But the whole point is the drag they they drag to follow to them. Then they follow yeah. them. They're bringing the war to these native people, yeah. and now the the war has come to their village. They must fight. I I feel like there was there's some extra clips, like a, a five or six sec, six second clip they that were got left deleted. Out. Yes, that like were, that shows them slowing down or not being able to keep up with them or something. Like the cure decks are too fast for them or whatever, yes. and they just don't show that. Yeah, like all of a sudden they just arrive. And they're yes. like, well, where are the droids? And then of course we see them a little bit later. That is true. For about about thirty seconds there, I was just like, what just happened? Like how did they just show up? When, yeah, when, they probably left something out. So anyway, um, so they they show up at the back at the uh, this tribe this. Uh, pol- Poltex tribe. Poltex uh, tribe, and they um, the again about thirty seconds later, they're t- talking to him for a little bit. The droids do show up. Uh, they kill most of them, but one of them gets away and and goes back to Wat Tambor. We're assuming the Poltex leader is very upset, as you just said, because they broke their word. Like he was like, "Hey, you know, we will help you get your man back, Echo back." Um, and so, but then you're off planet and you leave us alone. Don't bring us into this war. And then now all of a sudden, um, you know, these guys, Rex and all of his boys and Anakin has to tell the Poltec leaders, look, Hey, the droids are coming here. Like they're going to attack this village. And we're sorry. It's basically the best they can say. Sad. It is a pretty, pretty serious, pretty, pretty sad moment. Um, they're translating, of course, tech is translating for them, but yeah, he's clearly upset about this. Um, they kind of, um, Dissipate the the anger a little bit. Just I, I don't. It's not completely, but I think they the Poltex starts understands the situation that they're in when they see Echo. Yeah. So like he and Rex actually points out to him. He says, "Hey, show you know, tell him trans- translate for me. Sh- tell them to look at him. Look at what they've done to Echo." And they sh- they show like he's got like a prosthetic arm. Like he has no arm from his right elbow right. down to his hand. It's just yeah. metal. He's a basically a cyborg at this point. They've tra- they've. Uh, basically dehumanized him into a cyborg and they're like hey look you know this is the seriousness and it's in that moment i think the most important part of the scene and, and really these two episodes or this episode i guess and and the episode before it, episode two is that at this po- point from this point forward the poltex know that the tr- that the um techno union is not as uh neutral as they have been saying the only reason that they've allowed the the techno union to be on their planet yeah. is that they're not they're they're abstaining from the war they have right. nothing to do with either side right they're providing you know goods for both sides they, they don't care they, they're not siding with either either part of the war well in this moment when they see what they've done to echo they're like okay like we know that they picked a side now right and they actually say that i think they said you know now you know that they're with the separatists mm-hmm. so i thought that was really powerful to watch it's cool um and so they obviously there's gonna be too many droids coming for them and i think they're waiting for support to pick them up or i can't remember what why they have to stay but mm-hmm. i maybe it's just to not leave the poltex by themselves well, no, they know the poltex that the the uh what are they called pterodactyls the terra terra the Kara the Kyridax. Kyridax. um they saw them the droids saw them the techno union saw them now they know in their minds mm-hmm 
that these native people, now they've sided with them, and we're going to make them pay. Yeah. And so that's what they're going to show up, and they're going to bring the full force to, yeah. of the evil They're separatists. not going to just leave them like this. Yeah. No. So here they show up, and they're going to try to destroy them. And luckily, there's spears involved. Yeah. It's very Ewok. Oh, it is, but yeah. It's, more at you know more active agile and some some of the Poltecs passed away. Yeah, when they when the droids and the droid army and all these things start showing up, but luckily for us, there's a Jedi, there's the Bad Batch, and then there's Rex in effects and our friend Echo, mm-hmm. human cyborg relations. <laughs> literal sidebar <laughs> so so he um they, they fight him off the poltex are excited they won they'll never be bothered again mm-hmm. um they probably are questioning their gods now though because they worship these animals and oh, think about cu- it this way the Kyridex? yeah they yeah, say yeah. that they worship these winged yeah, animals we see him, we see him worshiping them okay yeah. well the Kyridex saved the 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 not the rebels but the alliance people what are the, what are the good guys called in this the republic the republic that saved those people yeah so they've got to be questioning what do what do we believe what yeah. do, these, I didn't think these about things that. we worship now they're saved they saved them in fact they just took off mm-hmm. bonk bonk was riding one <laughs> and fell off and he fell and passed away and they saved they saved the clones and Anakin. Yeah. Bonk, bonk's dead! <laughs> this is a deleted scene. Yeah. You haven't seen it. So they've got to be questioning that. So now the Jedi, they've completely screwed up. If this were Star Trek and the, um, what's the order? Prime Directive. Prime Directive. They have botched this huge, like Kirk always does. Picard always does it too. Yeah, no one ever follows. No one ever follows. Well, we must <laughs> save the people because we got to save the people. Prime Directive, be danged. We're gonna, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they've done it. They've screwed it up. Now this whole thing. You watch in in ten years, we will revisit this tribe, and they will be cyborgs or they will be something else. Mm-hmm. They will have fashioned gear to look like troopers yeah it would be cool to see the, the effects of the presence of the techno union on that planet like how it changes the planet yeah well, would be pretty cool to watch i just thought i'd bring that to your attention yeah. i know you hadn't really covered it and i it's thought good, good information well i mean it's real yeah something to think about can't just go flying in there and thinking everything's gonna be hunky-dory mm-hmm. just because anakin's around he's a skywalker they're like they don't care yeah. Bonk Bonk's dead. He fell off that Teradak, Karadak. Mm-hmm. Okay? Just point it out to you, Phil. I'm not trying to be a jerk. These are people. I mean, they're cartoon animated people <laughs> in a galaxy Fictional. in a galaxy long ago far away. <laughs> but it's a real real story here. Okay. Thank you. Um, I think the best part of the fight easily was that that big, like, I think they're called Trimex, but it's like a, a huge spider droid. It's like 10 feet tall. Yes. Um, oh, there's yeah. actually two of them, I think. And they push one into the other, but before they push it, uh, they, they ha- it has to be dismantled like one arm at a time. Mm-hmm. And it was, I thought, so cool to watch that, that action sequence, how Anakin basically just kind of jumps on top of one, one of them and then he's just kind of slicing off like appendages and gun little gun tur- turrets and just like one piece at a time just kind of like 
dismantling this thing. And then basically they get it so where it's kind of reeling. And then he jumps off of it and then force pushes with his hands and pushes this gigantic 10-story building over on top of the other one mm-hmm. to cause this mass collision. And that kind of turns the title of this short battle. It was really cool to watch. Um, cool. I really enjoyed that. So, uh, oh, by the way, the uh, record throws a couple of them up there as well. So it's not just Anakin, but yeah, they're shooting parts of it off. And like, it's, it's very, pre- it's like very precision oriented. Like, yeah, like let's get this piece, this piece, you know, if you're playing a video game, it's like hit all the red spots. You oh know? gosh. Or, or if it's PlayStation remote, it'd be like X <laughs> triangle, circle, square, yeah. like over, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so anyway, they, they carve it up and then let it fall. And it was pretty cool. So let right it fall. But that is essentially all of episode three. I, I think as far as episodes go, this is probably the the one episode where there's not a ton of plot development. We learn a little bit about Echo um, and what he's what his mentality, like what his mental state is. And we learn, see um, at the very end, the Poltex say, we're your allies now. Like if you if you ever need us, we're on the side of the Republic. Well, they so have they're, to be. They're, they're, yeah, they have they're they're to be. They're Yeah. Um, the Karadak sided with them for a bit. <laughs> but they're um, confused. That that's kind of that's kind of about it. There there wasn't a whole lot to discuss with that episode, I think. Um the real me, I think, is in the wrap up, the episode four. So we'll get into that next. Um they get Echo. So we're not now we're in episode four, which is called Unfinished Business. They get Echo back to Anaxes, where this all started. So the, we started in episode one on this planet. We're now we're finally back. This is to refresh your memory, is basically the the fleet, it's the ship, um, I don't know, har- not harbor is not the right word, but like it's, it's a place where they basically manufacture. And shipyard. Keep, shipyard, thank you, um, where they keep all their the Republic ships. And yes. so at this time, we're, it's pretty strongly insinuated, if not overtly, that the Separatists are in control. Like they, they control essentially the planet and the clones are kind of fighting back to, to kind of regain control of this planet and the shipyard. Uh, Echo wants to help. He, he says, Hey, like I'm, I'm good. Like I'm, I'm all better guys. I feel good. I, I have a headache still. I took some ibuprofen. I, I know. It's like, <laughs> I, I'm just like amazed at this guy's resiliency. Uh, what's been, Hey, what's different guys. I've been gone for like three years, frozen yeah. in the uh, stasis. <laughs> Having my mind manipulated. I, I'm not like, sure what was real and what wasn't real, but I'm ready to go. I, I'd be like, hey, guys, I'm just going to sleep for the next 36 yeah, I'm hours. I'm going, <laughs> I'm going, I'm not sure where, but I'm going away forever. <laughs> so, uh, but he, no, he wants to jump in. He says, in fact, he says, I'm the best chance we have uh, to t- take back Anaxes. So. They're very untrustworthy. They very, yeah. they're, they're very much do not trust Echo. And it's not that they don't trust him. It's just that he's been hooked up to this machine. Sure. And uh, the techno union has been using him. Yeah, te- tech. The character tech, um, the one of the four of the Bad Batch, basically at one point says like, "Hey, they've been controlling him for months now. Like, how are we to assume that they're not controlling him still even now?" Yeah. You know. And I thought that was a really neat wrinkle. I, I think that was something they didn't have to include, but including it made a lot more questions in my mind as I was watching the episode, which I really enjoyed. Right. So that's good. The, the unsure unsureness of it. So, um, since they destroyed the, the, the comm vaults is what they call it in episode one, they moved it now to above the planet. So it's in this dreadnought ship. And they said, basically if Echo's plan is, if you can get me onto that ship into, you know, that secret chamber where like all the information comes out of the the supercomputer, 
I can feed information to, I thought he was going to say like, I could shut it down or I can give him false, you know, directives. But he says, no, I'm going to give him directives that make sense to them. But it's just that you know what they're going to do before they do it. So we're going to turn the tides. Yeah. And then you flip can, it on its, yeah. on its head. They, but even in that, they're very worried about what that means and that sure. he may be double crossing them. Sure. Or he may be, be, maybe he's controlled by them. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. That was Some cool. suspense building. This is very unique for the Star Wars series. Like, we haven't really seen a whole lot of... Um, there's been espionage, but there's not been, like, we're going to control the movement of troops. Like, we're going to actually go in and, and make the Separatist droids do this mm-hmm. action. Yes. Um, and I thought that was really neat, um, the, this story that they're building here, that they just finished building. So, um, but yeah, in the middle of the, the first few minutes of episode four, I was like, let's go. Like, yeah. this is awesome. Um, so... Um, so this time the Republic forces will be ready for whatever they do because they obviously know what he, what they're going to do. Um, Tech isn't very sure of it. Um, let's see. Echo, they get up to... Um, oh, when they're approaching the Dreadnought, because one of my first questions was like, how are they going to get on this thing? Like, they're obviously going to see them coming a mile, uh, you know, 10 light miles away. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> however you... Uh, light miles. However you track I'm with you. space. And um, and sure enough, they the the couple of the really stupid droids, they're stupid. Roger, But right. they're, they're still smart enough to know, hey, like, we've never seen that ship before. But then he sends... Uh, he, like, uses his arm to, like, send... Like, he has some, like, he, he inputs, droid he abilities. Co- code or whatever it is. He is a, essentially a cyborg. Like, yeah. he has, like, robotic yeah. abilities now. Yeah, he is. And so he sends some kind of electro signal to the dreadnought saying, Hey, nothing to see here. It's just another droid ship. And they go, okay, Roger, Roger, you know, you guys can uh, dock on, you know, docking bay E or whatever. And so they go over there and get in there and there's not, there's no fanfare. Like they, they don't even show it docking and them getting off the ship. Like they're literally, it cuts to a scene on the planet with Mace and Obi-Wan, I think. And they go, by the time they go back, they're already inside that room. So like they're really skipping through a lot of stuff that they just didn't want to have to deal with in this episode. Well, they've got to compact these things into a 20, uh, under 30 minute episode. Normally it really only has 23 minutes of action. I noticed that today. Like, yeah. Like this morning when I watched this episode, like, like the credits are long yep. at like normal length and the episode is 24 minutes and credits might be three minutes or two and a half minutes. And it's like, yeah, I think either each of these episodes were only like 19 or 20 minutes of actual footage. Yeah. yeah so interesting. interesting. This is not on, and this is a dumb question. It's only on Disney. Yeah. It's only on Disney plus exclusive. There's yeah. not any, yeah, there's no television need anymore. I can for, see them like maybe syndicating this later, like on, well, on the Disney channel. Well, and, and, clone, and the clone wars, were have have been syndicated. That show has been syndicated on. I mean, I know Cartoon Network played it at one point, and there's other yeah. places that have played it. Um, and so, yeah, you're they're probably still formatting it in a TV way. Yeah, I never, in I didn't case think about they that. want to do that, but like, but 19 minutes seems a little too short. Like usually mm-hmm. those are 22, 22 is the break. Yeah. So I mean, but they could dull that out somehow too. Yeah, that'd be I interesting. Mean, I don't know. It's weird. Hmm. Well, and even on on Disney Plus, you can skip the intro. So like, you know, you know what I'm yeah. saying. That even shortens it even more if yeah. you don't watch that. So, I don't know. So, yeah. So, they get in there. Um, and then uh, Windu cuts to the planet. Windu and, and his boys are attacking the assembly planes is all they, they really say about it. And Admiral Trench, which is, again, to re- refresh your memory of episode one, is like this um, kind of spider-like creature. He's got multiple arms and um, like kind of fang teeth and his stuff dad like was that. on His dad was on Monsters, Inc., yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh, that's dad, right. Yeah. His he dad does is look a lot like him. James Coburn's character from Monsters Inc. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and Admiral Trench uh, thinks his droids easily have another victory on their hands. They're <laughs> cornering these guys like <laughs> with like you know tens of thousands of droids. It's it's going to be piece of cake. And so then back on the dreadnought, the bed ba- bad batch are sneaking bed bath and beyond. <laughs> bed bath, sorry. Uh, sneak Echo in and plug him into the computer, and uh, right just. Just, just just in time, because Trench tries to contact Skako Miner, thinking that Echo is still there. He calls him the algorithm. You know, we'll get advice about how to counterattack from the algorithm. Uh, Tech modifies the signal coming that's coming from the ship, because he's like, hey, you know, if we just send the signal from the ship to the ship, they're going to know exactly what's going on here. And so he does his little magic, his little techno magic. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, and it basically makes it look like the signal is still coming from Skako Miner, even though it's not. And... um. And basically says, yeah, do do this. Send your your troops. Send everyone, everything you've got to this one place. Put them, mm-hmm. Let's put all the droids into one basket uh, here and attack Mace and Obi-Wan and them. And then I have to talk about this scene. One of my favorite scenes in the entire series so far is Mace freaking Windu <laughs> in this hangar. I wrote it down word for word what he says because yeah. it was so awesome. Hit it. Um, so Mace Windu and Obi-Wan drop down into this hangar. Like Jack was saying earlier, they jump down. And it's literally just the two of them. And there's 500 droids, maybe. It is packed with with droids that they easily are cornered here. Uh, and Mace Windu, uh, you think he's just going to go in and just start carving them up, right? He delivers this awesome speech to the droids. And I wrote it down because it's so cool. He says, my name is General Mace Windu of the Jedi Order. At this point in the Clone War, I have dismantled and destroyed over 100,000 of you type one battle droids. Think about that. A hundred thousand. Yeah. Which is part true. Yeah. I'm giving you an opportunity to peacefully lay down your weapons so that you can be reprogrammed to serve a better purpose than spreading this mindless violence and chaos, which you have inflicted upon the galaxy. <laughs> so cool, man. Mm-hmm. And then the response is blast them. Blast them. <laughs> and then Obi-Wan says, uh, well, I guess it was worth a try. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but, but pretty cool. I think this is cool for a lot of ways. One, it shows, it shows we don't get a lot of Mace Windu in the movies. Like we have these little short scenes, you know, it's one of the bigger scenes is is honestly probably his death scene, but um, where, you know, you see Mace Windu's power and he is a a pretty prominent Jedi in the Jedi order at this at this time. But it's really in the Clone Wars that we got kind of get to see some of his swagger. And I think in this scene, like we're really seeing that, like he is not afraid of these things. Like he just jumps down there with one other Jedi He's clearly outnumbered and he's basically offering them um, civility. Like, like, hey, if you just surrender, mm-hmm. we'll go ahead and reprogram you and not kill you all. Um, and I just I think that was so awesome just to see that that kind of, um, um, you know, braveness from, from him. So mm-hmm. uh, and then I think the other thing that's worth discussion on, on this scene is that it is a rare moment where humans are speaking to droids about if i can get deep for a second about Mm -hmm. autonomy autonomy like that they he's giving them the option to not be a mindless drone and actually like take charge and like say hey we're not going to listen to what the separatist leaders are telling us to do and i though that will never i don't think that will ever be shown in actual like true light like in any of the movies or any other show or something like that it is a fascinating, fascinating thing that they dropped in this episode. Pretty crazy. So, what do you think about that? Like, I you- thought it was kind of weird, um, but I also in like, it's kind of interesting that approach because 
Windu has a little, like, and Jedi in general have a little bit of different take about organisms and creatures and that sort of thing. Like, so, like, even in, oh, if, if you go back to New Hope, I mean, think about the way Obi Wan talks to R two D two and C three PO. I mean, he already knew them though, so like, you know, what I'm saying like, yeah. So there's a difference there, but his treatment, Jedi's treatment of those creatures are different than others. Yeah, that's true. But these creatures, I mean, they don't have any. I mean, what's the droid going to do? You're right. Yeah. We surrender. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, and I think even Mace probably knew that, and Obi-Wan certainly knew that. He's like, well, it was worth a try, but we just need to mow these things down like we have 100,000 other times. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I just it was a rousing speech. I just I, I, I went back and watched it again because I, I just really enjoyed that. Um, it, meanwhile, Echo is, um, uh, yeah, so I already covered that. He sends all the droids to them and he is basically going to neutralize them all. And we actually see that. So the clones actually drop down and they're, uh, struggling against them, but, but doing pretty well. And they're like, okay, well, you know, maybe that was all of them. And then like, you know, three times as many come in and absolutely surround them. At one point they're literally circled, uh, like the wagons are circling around these guys mm-hmm. and they're, it's not, it's not looking very good at all. And then it's not really explained how he does this, which I'd love to know more about like the details of all the, how all this tech works, which they'll probably never cover. But Echo basically shoots some kind of signal into the sky and from, from the dreadnought ship and basically like electrifies like the, enti- the entire room. Yeah. And uh, shuts them all, shuts them all down basically. Like, a, like, like an e- EMP basically. It is a, yeah. EMP, but it's, but you see it visually. Like as I understand an EMP, it's just like, you wouldn't see like electricity around the room, but it is essentially the, the effects right. of an EMP um, and takes them all out in one shot. So, and so Echo wasn't lying. No, he yeah. was not lying, and he is to be trusted. Yeah, and there there was some internal struggle. Like Anakin was like, "No, we're going to trust him." Like I, you know, well I, the uh, the ninety nine clone division people, the Bad Batch, they yeah. are basically like they're not trusting that. Like they just don't trust him. Yeah, but then they do. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's just Rex and Anakin that are kind of no. Let's let's give them the benefit. Well, of the doubt. and you kind of as a as a storytelling thing, it's pretty good storytelling because. With Rex, you sit, you start to go, man, he's blinded by his, if this is his friend, he's blinded by what he's maybe become. He could be evil. Maybe mm-hmm. he's evil. And yeah. then it turns out he's not. Yeah. He's a good cyborg. Yeah. Helpful. Yeah. I think he could have let it, let them in on the plan a little bit before he did it. Well, he but. tried to. He, he, <laughs> he tried to explain what he was doing, but they just didn't think, they thought that could backfire. Like, they may end up being surrounded because of what you're doing, and it may be doing it for some purpose. Yeah. But not, not at all. Yeah. I didn't doubt him once. You were always on his side. I was, you know, I always saw this coming. Yeah. You were always team echo. I never doubted him. Uh, Trench isn't done. You know, this is only halfway through the episode that this happens. Trench. Um, And so, uh, basically, he decides, if I can't control, he doesn't say this, but essentially what he's saying is, if I can't control an axis, I'm going to destroy it. And this shows you how much of a crazy, maniacal thing he is to do that. To blow up, I mean, he literally is just going to destroy it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So apparently there's a bomb that's hidden in the assembly, right? Where, literally right below where they're standing. And he starts the timer. And uh, Anakin, several things happen all at once at this point. So Anakin runs to find Trench. Um, Mace Windu tells the, the guys to get out of Dodge. So they're evacuating. And then the third thing is Mace actually goes to the bomb. So like there's three different movements that are all happening simultaneously and they kind of go back and forth between all three of them. Mace drops down there and he's like, okay, 
you know, Echo, if you can give me the code for this thing, since you're still connected to the computer or whatever, then I'll, I'll turn this thing off and deactivate it. But then a ray shield pops up and I was like, oh no, how's he going to get through this? The force, he uses the force. Pretty cool. To, really cool. To move the dials up. Absolutely. It shows you the precision of the force. Like you can understand it for like um, maybe a, a huge boulder or, or a human being or something like that. Yep. But like he can move like just, just the dial of like where it's essentially like it looks like a soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> like the one where he's uh-huh. right now to record this podcast. Yes. Um, you know, moves like individual dials one at a time up to certain numbers um, with using the force. So that was pretty cool. Um, Trench's henchman, which I don't know if he's named. He's like this droid, super <laughs> Trench's, droid. Trench's henchman. Trenchman. Trenchman, attack! <laughs> Maybe his name is Trenchman. That'd be really funny. He's um, a Batman villain. He's he's kind of... there. You see these these droids in all, every season, I think, of the Clone Wars, at least through season, from season three on. And they're kind of like a intelligence droid. Yeah, they're I, like an I-99 or something like that. They're like an I... They're, what are they called? I've, I've seen this. They're essentially kind of almost like a... A sergeant, or more than a sergeant, like higher up, super like intelligent, pretty, pretty droid. Up. Like they're they're very highly uh, skilled. They are general, please. I don't know. While you're looking that up, he his, he, his name is Kraken. Kraken is another. He's in. He's in nineteen. He's a. Come on, man. Come on, pal. Super tactical droid. Okay. Okay. That, that super makes tactical sense. droid. Yeah. 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 So um, he sends. He basically is able to trace the signal back to Echo and finds out he's it's coming from the ship. He sends a surge from the ship to that room and knocks him out. Basically, and, and totally inca- and con- mm-hmm. incapacitates Echo right when he's about to give the last and final number in the sequence. So stressful. Gosh, they uh, they don't know what the last number is, uh, and then we see this awesome scene with Anakin and Trench. Do you want to talk about that? Very. Um, it, there are two scenes it, in, in the episode that were really powerful it, for me. It, one it, was the Mace Window one. The other one's this one. Trench's character is a pretty long-standing character. He's survived a lot. When you first see him in Clone Wars, he's not a cyborg. He doesn't have all the metal on him. Right. He's just a spider-looking character, just like his father, Jim, uh, James Coburn from Monsters, Inc. Mm-hmm. And he... Um, it's tied in universe now. Um, and he... Um, has been blown up. People thought he was dead mm-hmm. a couple different times, and now he's got this cybernetics on him, and he always survives. Well, this is the end for him. Yeah, I, they didn't cut. They, they cut. It does cut off two of his robot arms. Yeah, the, I think three of them. Three, three yeah. of them cuts them off, and then ends up hammering uh, a lightsaber through him. Which, if you're thinking about Anakin, and you think, well, that's kind of oh man, he's becoming Darth Vader more and more. No, he's killing a person that's killed probably millions of people. Yeah, like literal. I think Trench that, is a crazy I they, person. I think there's two Anakin's in the scene. So yeah. I think we see Dark Side Anakin just ever so briefly when he says, um, "Trench basically says you're, you're not going to kill me." He calls his bluff. He's like, because he says, "Hey, if I give you the information, uh, Wat Tambor is going to kill me." And he's like, "If you don't tell, give me the information, I'm going to kill you." And he's like, "No, you won't. You're a Jedi. You don't. You know, you're not. Yeah. That's not. That's against your code." And he looks back with that kind of that dark side Anakin face. Yeah. And he says, I don't have such weaknesses. And then he slices off his arms. And so I think we see that Anakin, yeah. dark side Anakin. And then at the end, I think it is more, I think he's done with him at that point. He lets his anger subside. The dark side kind of, you know, recesses a little bit. 
And then he's he gives him the last code, the number in the code, which is seven, by the way, season seven. Of I, kind of interesting. But he he says, okay, so, you know, type in seven or whatever. He pushes the dial up, and then the bomb is deactivated, and he's done. And I think he's on legit at that point going to leave him alive. Uh, and then, but then of course Trench can't handle that. He goes in to to attack him. He actually gets a um, a weapon on him, and he starts electrocuting Anakin. And then so he takes his lightsaber and just you know jams it into his chest. And he's dead, but it's over. Um, I think that's more probably light side Anakin. I think he's just defending himself at that point. But um, trench. But yeah, you do actually. I think you you do see mainly because of that one line. I don't have such weaknesses. Um, he actually sees the Jedi's refusal to kill as a weakness, mm-hmm. and he's not he's not sure he's cool with that anymore. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Um. I really liked that exchange with them. Um. Uh, it's very short, and like you said, almost. Uh, you know, inconsequential, you know, that his death is kind of treated as just like another blip. Yeah, because you know, he's, a, he's a pretty kind of big character. character. Yeah, I mean, for this show, at least. Yeah. So. Anyway. Um, but yeah, he's, I mean, he's clearly dead. And of course, the ship blows up like a few minutes later. But uh, he, um, I mean, he is shown to be lifeless on the ground. Like he hits the ground and his, his hand goes, you know, lifeless. So, Sad. Yeah, so he's he's dead. So that's a pretty major uh, character being killed off in this season already. Um then we see the escape. They uh, Anakin, before he leaves, Anakin grabs the like the one button that <laughs> destroyed the whole ship, which I think is so awesome that every ship has that button. <laughs> and Wrecker uh, uh, just like kind of um, uh, you know football style, kind of runs through a bunch of droids and ends up killing like ten of them and all in a row. Uh, shows more of his strength. Uh, at one point, you get to see a cool moment with Crosshair. Crosshair, I don't think has gotten a lot of love to be honest, but he does have one moment to shine in this episode where he fires. A single sniper blaster bolt and it ricochets like 18 different times and kills like another 10 droids with one shot. Jeez. So pretty cool. And then uh, they get back, all of them get onto the ship safely, the ship that they that they came in on and uh, get out of Dodge and Anakin has a gift for Wrecker. I just, I loved the scene. I knew it was coming. It was so easy to predict, mm-hmm. but it was so cool to, uh, to see. Cause I think Anakin, when he grabs it, he says, Oh, Wrecker's going to love this. Mm-hmm. And so they get on the ship and he hands it to Wrecker. He's like, I've got, the, I've got a present for you. <laughs> and he gives him, he's like, yes, I this get to is, blow he up goes, the ship. This is the greatest day of my life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think he's really the only comic relief of the four. He's kind of like, he's kind of fun. He's kind of like Drax. Like, you know, thing, sure, this, if yeah. this is the Guardians of the Galaxy, he's kind of like Drax. Yeah. They need another character, though, that's more lovable that can be like Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> There's not another one like that, but he yeah. really is the only comedy relief. Yeah. Thing. I thought I laughed a couple times at some of his lines. So, yeah. um, anyway, uh, he hits the trigger. The Dreadnought goes up in smoke, which it goes up in this beautiful, like, rainbow color kind of puff of smoke. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, back on the grounds, uh, Mace Window uh, congratulates uh, Clone Force 99. They're clearly kind of wrapping up their story and and for helping them secure the fleet on Anaxes. And then Clone Force 99 is out. They're going on to the next thrill. And there's this uh, very brief moment between Rex and Echo where he's like, they invite him to come with them. And, um, and Echo's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I could do that. Like, I'm, I'm loyal to Rex and, his, and my brothers here, you know. And uh, and Rex basically gives him permission. He's just like, "Hey, you do you you're free now. Like you make whatever yeah, you decision do what you, you want to do." And so he says, "Yeah, I'm going to go." And so now the Clone Force ninety nine has five members, and he's the fifth one. Crazy. We will. Here's my guess: is we will we won't see them again. I don't think we'll see Clone the Force. Only 99. reason you'd see them again is in some ending 
some ending situation. Do we think that Clone Wars like is the gonna, final episode of this season? Do we think that Clone Wars is going to end in Order sixty six? Is the question? Yeah, I don't know. That that would be so fascinating to watch. There is there is a lot of evidence to suggest that this is happening side by side of the events of Episode three, the movie. Right. That it is not a prequel. There are certain things that are happening right now that are not before the events mm-hmm. of Episode three, Revenge of the Sith. It's it's it is concurrent with that movie. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it, if it ended with Order 66, that would be awesome it would be to watch. Cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I kind of wonder, like, is Clone Force 99 susceptible to Order 66 and all that? But, um, yeah, it would it'd be fascinating to see all that. So that is not just the episode of episode, uh, the end of episode four, but the end of this entire story arc. So mm-hmm. where there's not a lot that's known that I couldn't find a lot of information. Uh, not that I necessarily want to be spoiled anyways, but episode five is definitely about Ahsoka Tano, which I'm super, super pumped about mm-hmm. that. Um, she's one of my favorite characters in all of star Wars and, uh, Ashley Eckstein is coming back to voice her. So this is going to be really cool. The, at least the next two episodes are going to be Ahsoka episodes. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about them again, combined in two weeks. We'll talk about, both episode five and six together there. I, from what I can read, they're one story, just like we've seen them kind of in twos so far or multiples of two. And there are, there's a couple new characters in this episode in episode five. I think that are introduced and also appear in episode six that we've not seen before. So I'm, I'm interested to learn more about, I think it's maybe even a race of people that we haven't seen much of or at all uh, in star Wars. And so there's some new stuff, new star Wars stuff coming um, in the next couple of weeks. So, Definitely stay tuned for that. But I just cannot wait to get back to Ahsoka. Um, I, as I've said many times on this podcast, I have not watched f- seasons five or six. I'm halfway through season four. But I did read a small spoiler, which I wasn't afraid of to read, that um, as- last we saw Ahsoka Tano in season six back in 2014, she has kind of gone her own way. Like she's kind of said, okay, Anakin, you go your way. I'll go mine. You know, we're not Padawan uh, we're not simpatico anymore. Yeah. Like I'm going in to do my own, own path. thing. Yeah. yeah. And so when we see Ahsoka next week for episode five, we won't be discussing it for two weeks. We are going to be, we're going to see a very different Ahsoka. Right. And I'm very excited to see what that looks like. Cool. So, all right. Um, just kind of basic, um, just kind of overall thoughts, whatever. I'm still amazed by the detail, like this actual CGI detail in these episodes. It looks real. Like it looks, uh, even though it's it's stylized to look animated, and like clearly, like the beard on Obi Wan is not real hair. Like they're not they're not going for but reality. The, but the animation is so it's so smooth, so good now that it looks unbelievable. When they, when they're speaking, like just I know I'm getting into like nitty gritty details, but like the animation of their speech, the way that their mouth moves and the jawline, and like it just looks real. It looks photo real, even though. They're not going for photo reel. Right. Um, and uh, I, I'm just amazed at the color and all the just the shadow effects. It just it just looks so tight, so good. You, you can tell they've spent many, many, many hours, hundreds of hours on these episodes. So um, Dave Filoni is just killing it, I think, in these episodes. And, and it, the direction is really, really good. Um, when the ships are, like, taking fire from the Dreadnought, like the, the Republic ships are coming in or whatever – uh, and they're getting attacked. You can see flak like flying off of the ships, like yeah. pieces of of metal, like mm-hmm. um, spinning out of control off the ships. And yeah. it just it looks it looks like the movies. Um, cool. So I'm just really enjoying all that kind of stuff. Um, I thought Trench's death was very significant for the series. That's not something we see a lot of. Even General Grievous is you know 
um, attempted to be killed so many times and has been like rebuilt and stuff like that. And so, no, he's legit dead. And I, I think that's worth noting. And um, I think we'll see more of Anakin's turn to the dark side. It was such a brief moment in episode four, but we're already seeing some separation between him and Obi-Wan going back to episode one. And I think that we're going to see just a lot of that. Um, I, I'll be interested to see, interested to see if we even see Anakin for the next couple episodes because it looks like it's it's going to be a side story. Yeah, with with uh, Ahsoka Tano, but definitely the back half of the season episodes. They will end up having to cross paths. They're going to have to bring him back in, and I think um, maybe even kind of show where he starts to really turn um, over to the dark side, especially if it's concurrent with episode three of the movies. So, which don't you hope that's the case? I really yeah, hope that's the case. I do too. I I don't want to see just a. Oh, a casual nod to it or something like that. You know, there's a, there's a, um, you know, a group of sand people and he gives them all nuggies or something. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of mean, Anakin. Yeah. Well, well, I'm, I'm mad. I want to see him get mean. I, I really do. Yeah, I really this do. This is the last we're going to see of the Clone Wars. We need to see some bad stuff and, and this storyline. Yeah. It might be the last we see the storyline for, I mean, of the Skywalker storyline for a long time because this sure. is like the last thread to tie it all to get, to tie things up. Yeah, that's true. Because, Star Wars is going to move in a little bit of a different direction, I think, people-wise, yeah. from here to there. So, anyway. Yep. It'll be interesting to see what they do with his character. So, uh, right before hitting record this afternoon, um, before we came into the studio, I was uh, on YouTube. I, I was watching the scene from uh, Star Wars Episode Three, uh, Mace Windu's death. So, it's, um, it's actually the moment where he first gets donned Darth Vader. And... Um, I couldn't remember some of the details of that scene, but it, it brought back to my memory that kind of the main impetus for him turning fully over to the Darth to the dark side and becoming Darth Vader. And actually, he actually looks at Palpatine directly in the face and says, I accept your teaching. Like I, I'm now basically your Padawan your, or whatever they call him on the dark side. I'm your rule of two. Yeah. And, um, and you know, I, I'm turning over this officially or whatever is to save Padme's life. Right. That, that was the main re- reason. That's the trick I, though, I the, the, that the Emperor tr- played on him, though. Yeah. The Emperor played that trick like he, like she needed to be saved. Yeah. When in actuality, she was always going to die, or maybe not. Right. You know, so. Yeah. So, she died of a broken heart. <laughs> like, um, Mace is actually getting ready to kill Palpatine. Like, yeah. he's standing over him with a lightsaber. Um, Palpatine is shooting electricity at him, but he's deflecting it with his lightsaber. And uh, Samuel L. Jackson is going in for the kill. And um, he, uh, Palpatine, instead of trying to fight Mace, uh, pleads to Anakin for save support yeah. and says, you know, save me. I'm the only one that can save her. And he's, of course, referring to Padme. So, and then, um, you know, then I forget what Anakin does, but then, uh, oh no, he, yeah, he actually attacks Mace and then um, the, the death blow is actually from Palpatine. So death blow. Pretty, pretty interesting. Uh, I'll be interested to see if they do something that happens right before that event or something like that in the show. Um, what else have you been watching on Disney Plus? Uh, Spider-Man animated series, X-Men animated series. Cool. The Marvel stuff, man, I just... I think there's so many characters that we've yet to really see. I'm interested to see where, when they start bringing back Marvel movies and they start revamping some Marvel stuff, I'm interested to see where they go with things. Yeah. And, and I watch that stuff basically just to see characters that aren't mainstream type the, characters. That will maybe never be in a movie. Yeah. Yeah, and I think at some point... And I, what's... what's uh, Give me, like, the name of a character that... Well, I'm really excited about um, Mo- uh, Mo- Morbius, and yeah. I'm excited about... 
I really want to see Blade in a movie and another movie, sure. and, I, and I really want to see um, the pun- like Punisher. And I I think that I've I've said this before, like they really dropped the ball on tying the 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 Netflix series people in. They could have yeah. tied in, yeah. A very believable Luke Cage, Jessica a very Jones. believable Jessica Jones, a very believable um, Punisher, and a very—I mean, Dare, it's Daredevil. Like Matt, that that what's his name? Cox. Uh, what's his name? Anyway, that played that played Daredevil. Yeah, those are all those. Those guys are all believable. Iron Fist. I don't think they did that very good job of that one, but I think it's universally accepted that people think. Meh. All the other others are like A-list stories and actors, and like yeah, they, yeah, you could have just plugged them in. Like, and MCU, there's already yeah. this built-out thing. Um, and they they, cl- they clearly take place in the MCU universe because they talk about the Battle of New York. Yeah, and stuff they like just, that, but the the movie people. I don't understand that the movie people don't ever want to tie in. You know, DC even has actually done a better job of um, sure. of that now because. I mean, on that la- on that last crossover thing that the, the DC Universe stuff did on the CW shows, mm-hmm. literal uh, Ezra Miller's Flash was on that show I as heard Flash, about that, yeah. And it's like this weird, like, oh well, DC did it. It didn't seem like that, like you know, that's, that's, nothing that, ended to the world. That hard, yeah. The world didn't end. <laughs> and but I'm saying that you had these fully formed people that are already in this universe that you could have easily plugged those in. We could have a Believable Punisher, believable all those other characters, and Daredevil. Like well, no Daredevil. Yeah, like Daredevil's a kind of a major so character. Weird, like he's, I, I thought that was a, a shoe in. Like I, I just assumed that was but, just we were just waiting for that to happen. But I think it's that attitude of like, oh, it's TV. Yeah, it's not as good as movies, which is like kind of dumb. I, I mean, especially I, like I mean, there was a lot of power behind Netflix. Like people were, didn't even see those as like TV shows. Like, it was like yeah, they were like mo- movies, standalone movies. Yeah, movies. Time, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so all I'm saying is, like, <laughs> I watch Spider Man, I watch those type things because yeah. of that. So, anyway, cool. Well, yeah, for me, um, I, it was a super busy week. I, I mostly just every time I would get home from work and had time to watch just even a couple episodes, I was I was tuning into more Clone right. Wars season four. So, um, my hope is to be wrapped up with season four within the next couple weeks. Um, I think by the time we get back into talking about Clone Wars again, I'll probably have finished season four. And then season six is so short. I think it's 13 episodes, maybe. I think it's one more than what the current season is. And um, season five, I think, was 18. Um, so I, I don't, honestly, I don't even have that many left after season four is over. over. So um, I'm still planning on getting all seven seasons watched by the end of season seven. So um, we have a big announcement. Um, you may have already seen this if you were planning on going, but. Uh, Planet Comic Con has been canceled. Um, and the, the actual word is postponed. Yeah. Because they're they're looking at maybe later this year doing it. It's at the fall. Yeah. Or just waiting until next year and redoing it. So Yeah, I think because they're saying fall, I think they have a very small window. Because um, you get a little too late, like November, December. And it's like, well, there's only like three more months before it comes well, back around. And, so. and, and they're dealing with this like, um, okay, yeah, you cancel it. Now when, when all the the... Corona, this COVID nineteen stuff kind of gets kind of worked through, and that sort of thing. And we all get back to our live, our regular lives. Well, they're trying to book a gigantic building, and that thing is booked like like the we've we've talked to a lot of people about uh, Planet Comic Con. They will they will the people that book it and that sort of thing. They will book out. You know, they'll they'll have three dates or four dates that they're sent mm-hmm. that 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 building's even available. Yeah. That- what what we've heard from people who are pretty inside with them is that they are booking as soon as that Comic Con is over this year, they're already booking for next year. Right. So they're booking a year in advance for Bartle Hall right. Convention Center, and so they 
if they're trying to look for this same year, like five months from now or four months from now, mm-hmm. I just don't know if that's going to happen. I, I think they're going to do as much as they can to work with the city to make that happen. Right. Um, I think if they try to do it on like a weekday, like a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that's not, not, that's not a good idea, which limits the number of days that they even have available if they're only looking for weekends. So I don't know. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It is at the very least postponed and possibly permanently totally canceled for this year. So we were going to do a live panel there. So what a bummer. Ne- next week's episode was going to be uh, a live episode, like in front of a live And we would have talked about audience. that Ahsoka episode of Clone Wars. So. Yeah, yeah, that would have been really fun to do at, at Comic-Con. So Ashley Eckstein was supposed to be there, not in our panel, but at Comic-Con. No, no actually she was. <laughs> um, she was going to be there on the panel. That was our special guest, our surprise <laughs> guest. Sorry, guys. So uh, I, I was definitely going to try to uh, get a, a autograph or a picture with her. And so that's not going to happen now. But uh, it's very sad around here. But we are definitely looking forward to getting to play the Comic-Con later this year if that happens. So uh, next week's episode will just be a normal episode. It'll just be right here in the studio where we usually record. It won't be a live episode. And uh, if you were planning on seeing us at Planet Comic-Con, sorry, we'll just have to see you hopefully this fall uh, at that Comic-Con. And if there are any other... Uh, opportunities for us to do some kind of a live event. We'll, of course, let you know in advance if, if there is any live events in the world <laughs> in the next couple of months. The coronavirus has uh, definitely changed a lot of things around here. So we are moving forward. And next week, we here's the plan. Uh, we may not record at our usual time. In fact, we almost certainly won't. Uh, we typically record on Saturdays. And I get the episode up usually on Saturday night, between Saturday night and Sunday night. Next weekend, I don't think we're probably going to record at all, and it might be like that following Monday. So we're thinking maybe the 23rd is like the earliest that it might be up. It might not actually upload until the 24th. So uh, give us a few extra days for this next episode. The reason why is we want to have some guests on, and they are out of town this weekend and or this next weekend, and so that's not going to work. So we're hopefully, if you listen to the High School Musical, the musical series episode, we're looking at probably having a couple guests, one at least one, if not a couple guests from that episode, come back, and then possibly a new guest um, uh, talking to uh, Jack's wife Amanda to see if she might be interested. So uh, at least three, if not four, people discussing Star Girl, which is the new. Uh, straight to Disney Plus exclusive movie that just got released, I think earlier this week or maybe last weekend. It's a uh, teen high school romance drama musical type of, type of movie. Uh, so de- definitely one that I would like to watch, but is probably a little out of my wheelhouse. And I feel like <laughs> we, and I'm, I, I'll speak for ourselves, or I'm going to speak for myself. I know me personally, I get in, and my wife always calls me on this, I get in this like, Okay, blah, 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 like kind of attitude about things like that. So this will help not me not be a sarcastic uh, jerk because yeah. I just critique things. Like I know Clone Wars, you guys hear me, or a lot of Disney Plus stuff we talk about is all good and positive. Yeah. And there's a reason for that because the prior podcast I was on, all we did was like crap on things, yeah, like just nonstop. Things, yeah. So like I just, when I watch stuff, like I automatically go to critic mode. And so I. This will be good to keep hey, you, it in check. You be you, man. If you if you're critical, of the well, movie, I know, you but I, no, it. but I may do it just because it's like, oh, great, high school, blah blah blah. Because <laughs> that's what I do all day. So like, 
we watched the trailer right before hitting record. It looks and fine. It, it looks de- good. It's definitely not one that I would pay a theater ticket price to go see. But like, there are lots the, of people that would. Movies. Yeah. There oh, are absolutely. lots of people that would. Absolutely. And so. I, I think this will, this movie will be very popular with a certain age group, uh, younger age uh, mm-hmm. folks. And so um, I think it's one that people will probably want to hear a review on. And if they yeah. watch it and like it, they're maybe look at, listening to it. But it's labeled as a musical, it, so. which is interesting. So. Yeah, there's a lot of singing even in the trailer. So. Yeah, it'll be an interesting watch. So very different from what we usually do, but I think it'll be appealing to a lot of our audience out there. So uh, tune in for a scar, a star girl. Scar, I almost said scar girl. Uh, <laughs> That's <laughs> discussion my next next week. Uh, we will skip uh, Clone Wars. Definitely watch Clone Wars. We'll we'll geek out about it in two weeks. Um, but next week we'll talk about Star Girl. Uh, as always, write the show at Disney Plus Reviews at Hotmail.com. Let us know what you've been watching on Disney Plus or what you want us to discuss. Uh, give us, let us know your thoughts about Stargirl. If you have any uh, of your own, if you've seen it and you have like a you know three or four sentence review that you want to send our way, we'd love to read it on the show next week. So uh, we will see you then for some Stargirl. See ya.